we're live. This is Anime Archives with your host Ernest and John. Yep. Ernest, what? Why can we not nail an intro properly? Well, I just burp, so uh, that's one of the reasons. And it's tough because we listen to our intro, and then we're like, "All right, and go." It's like uh, we're live on air. If this was a a news radio station, and a, a song just ended immediately. Like, but I just don't like how. One of us has to say, like, Ernest. The other person has to say, John. Like, you, I, thought, like, I, I, like, I was surprised you said, Yeah, Ernest I know. I switched John. it. Up. I thought you were going to say, Because I hate that. John uh, and Ernest? That's John? not it. Oh. The, the whole thing, this whole time we've been saying for months has been, This is your host, Ernest and John. Well, to yeah. switch it up, this, I don't is, this know. is episode 17, so we can just go into it. You think we got. We always got an intro ourselves? I usually just do it because anime new, new podcasts viewers, I listen new to. New listeners. But hey, who's these guys? But hey. I don't know. See that's the I don't thing. want to give my last name. We got because, uh, no, no. Oh, and so some podcasts they give you their full their last their last name and uh and everything. Well, if they're like personality comedian personalities and stuff that would make sense. But until you pay me, that ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> so, ah. what brings us into or what is our chapter today? I mean, last week we did a corpse party. Yeah, we did a horror. It was a horror and left us feeling pretty poopy for the week. Disappointed. Yeah, very disappointed. And you decided you wanted to switch it up to kind of a completely different genre. Yes. We started talking about like genres that we haven't hit before and talked about like sports. We still, we said we were going to get to that. Never did. Yep. Uh, Romance ones that are strictly focused on romance. Yep. Fashion. Um... There's a whole bunch of things, like even like video game centered ones. Uh, I mean, creating manga, strategy games, yeah, creating manga, which brings us to Bakuman, ba- Bakuman, ba- Bakuman, Bakuman. That makes more sense. It's not Bakuman, Bakuman. My American accent, Bakuman, Mon. <laughs> Bakuman. What is Bakuman? Well, Bakuman. If I would use my great uh, sources, my anime list, and Wikipedia to summarize a plot this one specifically for my anime list bakuman is this sorry as a child moritaka mashiro dreamed of becoming a mangaka just like his childhood hero and uncle taru kawaguchi creator of a popular gag manga but when tragedy strikes he gives up on his dream and spends his middle school days studying aiming to become a salary man instead one day his classmates akito takaki the school's top student and aspiring writer notices the detailed drawings in Moritaka's notebook. Seeing the vast potential of his artistic talent, Akito approaches Moritaka, proposing that they become mangaka together. After much <laughs> convincing, Moritaka realizes that if he is able to create a popular manga series, he may be able to get the girl he has a crush on, Miho Azuki, to take part in the anime adaption as a voice actress or actor. Thus, the pair begins creating manga under the pen name Mudo Ishirogi, hoping that they become the greatest mangaka in Japan that likes of which no one has ever seen. You think I'm butchering mangaka? No, I just Man- hate that word. Mangaka. mangaka. All right. I hate it. So, what does this mean in your yeah, words? Uh, in my own words, in, this, in, yeah. in my own words, this just basically means... These two friends, uh, these two guys in the same classroom, see uh, notices that each other have a specific talent and uh, decides to team up and says, hey, let's have this dream of becoming these great manga writers. 
and hopefully achieve become successful that even though not realizing how hard and impossible it is and by using the dreams and like promises like Moritaka does for this girl specifically to fuel their ambitions and make sure that they don't give up on that dream and then we just see their everyday lives and it, honestly the show does a great job of giving us uh anime viewers a kind of idea of how manga is created and how that's used to make anime series and how big of a deal that is and the big aspect of there's a whole bunch of these writers all across japan and it's a gamble you either become big because you you hit you are just unique and genius and have like a talent of creating characters that people love or you gotta you do cliches or seen as a copycat because you don't have anything that audience really likes or it just feels more like they're plain and not really ambitious at all just like when for instance when i watched black clover the first time i thought it was just another naruto spinoff of just naruto but with magicians yeah i thought the same thing i didn't give it a chance at all i looked down on it biasly for a long time for months i mean it took probably black clover i had to release 80 episodes so i had to hear hype for months before oh, yeah. I genuinely gave it a real shot. I haven't read the manga of Black Clover before, and I was like, this is good. But then I watched the anime, and I was like, they even had the character having his voice be kind of annoying, like Naruto's first voice was, with uh, at least for the English voice acting when I first saw it, and a little bit with the Japanese when they were younger. Now it kind of turned me off, but now it's actually a really popular and engaging series of its own. Yeah, I really like Black Clover. I, I like the direction it's going, and well... I mean, it's a typical shonen, so yes. we'll save that for another time. Okay, um, but the great thing about Bakuman is uh, it came from a manga source itself. So, uh, specifically, the genre that this manga is based on is comedy, coming of age, and slice of life. It's written by this t- this known team. Hopefully, you guys may know of their works. Uh, the writer is written by uh, Tsugumi Oba. And illustrated by Takashi Obata. And their work together, if you want to know straight off, is a very famous and great anime that made me really love intelligent, strong protagonist characters that aren't goody two-shoes. What anime is that? That anime is one that blew up in roughly around 2012. It's Death Note. Death Note. Death Note. The you said one... 2012. I mean, wow, it blew up. It yeah. came out in 2006. Yeah. Yeah. When did we start watching it? We watched it in high school. So we... I think so I'm just looking at their works so of their when they wrote it as manga. So 2003, 2006, they worked as manga. But I bet it. Because uh, I, I didn't specifically look at Death Note itself. I bet we saw the show around 2008 to 2010. Because hmm. I felt like it was wrapped up after. Before I graduated high school, we wrapped up. What was one moment of Death Note that stood out to you? Uh, one, one moment of Death Note that stands out to me because of the its symbolism is L washing Light's feet after uh the, after they go out in the rain mm-hmm. after Light finds out um L's name actual name and L just wa- wa- washes his feet. It's such a powerful like symbolism that makes you go, "Wow, these guys." Are good at writing characters because it's like it's like it's symbol of like l it seems like i respect you but i know who you are i know what you are and stuff and don't it's it is 
it's such a like I would like to just do a, a breakdown specifically of that scene rewatching the series if we ever get to it uh, just finding out all the symbolism all that and how powerful that is to wash someone's feet because one thing from the Bible you know uh, the in the Bible it's Jesus getting his feet washed up from a woman and she uses her hair she dries his feet mm-hmm. and that's seen as something like well, what, what like men around him like that is such a weird thing for a woman to ever do a woman isn't supposed to do even be around men and stuff like that it's just such i oh don't know it's just something that it's interesting that they did some a context to it hmm. um yeah. yeah for me it was i think the first either the first or second episode yeah when this dude put the death note in his desk and rigged it to blow up is someone uh tried to force their way into his desk at the very beginning that made me go this is this is a different anime this is a normal thing he went to the extreme of saying i will bomb my own house to make sure this book gets nowhere else and how intricate because it went into like the schematics of the bomb and stuff like that and how much he thought ahead it made me realize that anime again has different layers different levels to it even the, the one famous one that light this cool like when he has a he takes a ripped piece of paper from the death note and put it in his chip bag and he's like and he knows they're watching his house and watching him that was like this guy's a little too intelligent so he's just on the computer eating potato chips and he's 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 writing the death note on a scrap piece of paper and just eating potato chips like seeing the people that he wants killed uh because he has a little phone video thing inside a potato chip and he could just look at people's names and just murder them little by little he and he's like i will eat this chip and just murder people i was like dang that's cool but so yeah, that's the team that brought you Bakuman. Yeah, they brought us Bakuman. They did a lot of work together. So uh, I did a, like a list of their their works together. Mm-hmm. I actually color coded it because they did they even though they're like a team together, they did they have done works with other teams. So uh, the, specifically, the ones that they did together is Death Note, Bakuman, and, uh, and that ran from 2008 to 2012, and Platinum. And they're doing one right now called Platinum End. That's going from 2015 to present. And it has an interesting kind of spin to that one because it's kind of like, uh, like almost like a little bit like continuation of Death Note. It, it feels like where it's kind of in the same world, but it's basically about uh, a depressed person getting a chance to become like a god. Huh. Of having angels instead of like Death Eaters kind of be their guardians and a battle of that. Like you got to do these things in order to become, in order to have your wish granted in order to become a god. Huh. Um, but it's something I, I got the on one of my manga apps, uh, I think the Shonen one specifically, I was able to look it up and I'm going to start reading like the first three free books of it and update you on that. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Um, I mean, I like the premise of it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the writer, uh, Oba, he also did a, a manga called Skip Yama, Yamada-kun from 2013, 2014 with a guy named Roboko and the illustrator Takashi Obata. He also did All You Need Is Kill with another creator. You know, you know that one? I've never heard of either of them. Uh, it, All You Need Is Kill was actually adapted into an English movie. Really? Yeah, Tom Cruise is in it. No way. Yeah. No way. You've know, you, you, you seen Day After Tomorrow? Or The Day After Tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, was that the world? Kill, it was like Kill, Die, Repeat. Kill, Die, Repeat. Oh, no, i never seen it. Uh, I wanted to, but i never okay. seen it. Was it good? They should have just kept with the name. All you need is kill. It's cool, but yeah, it was actually it wasn't. I like the, the concept the, of it. The the manga is way better, cooler. But this one had like uh, the evil suits and stuff. But it was actually a pretty good Tom Cruise movie. It was actually awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, talk about its demographic and when it was imprinted in its magazine. So its demogra- demographic, you can kind of guess from the get go. It's a shonen. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a shonen. It's not like a a shonen uh like First, battle what, series. That, what is shonen? Shonen is basically a, a series aimed at young adult male kids, like uh, specifically for boys and stuff. Just so. Um, Usually, a lot of them is more like action oriented, but uh, just young teen males. This one specifically just showing about manga and some romance and stuff. It, it being a slice of life. Mm-hmm. So it was first it its imprint and its magazine that it was featured on is Jump Comics. Its imprint and then Weekly Shonen Jump. Its magazine that it was published on and its publisher uh, was a Suisha. Oh, Suisha. <laughs> so why you gotta say it like that? I ain't trying to say it offensively. I'm just like, hey, I can't. I should have Google translated this. And it was founded on March 31st, 1949. So that was about 70 years ago. That's how. That's crazy. Do you ever think of manga as being like manga for Japanese? But our, our, if we are looking at the American aspect, it would be comics. Yeah. I mean, our version of manga is definitely comics. I mean,. Or for nowadays, you can even say even uh, webtoons, because uh, some of those web comics oh, at yeah, this point, I mean, they're basically like they're practically the same. The Tower of God series went it went pretty viral for a long time, mm-hmm. and it's really long, and that started as a web uh, uh, webtoon web too, a web comic. So uh, yeah, ours whether it's DC, Marvel, I would consider that still a form of manga. I mean, it's the same thing yeah. in terms of that's our version of it. Like, not that it is that. I mean, obviously, the styles are dramatically different. This brings me back because I thought about, uh, like, if I could write manga and stuff and, and have an artist team, would I be able to break off in Japan? Say how I automatically know how to write Japanese and stuff, and I can be a foreigner writing Japanese manga. Do you think that would be possible? Well, if you take kind of the theme of Bakuman. Yes. That they kind of mention is, if it's good, it's going to sell. So if you take that theme, then yes, in theory, you can make it. But if we look at the cold hard reality, I mean, you're gambling what is going... I mean, the concept, without being a foreigner, is you're gambling to see what is going to be popular, what's going to be a hit, how can you predict whether a character is going to be relatable, whether they like someone's specific style or the setting. And most of the time, they have to remember the story from last week. Because remember, you know, this stuff comes out weekly or yeah, yeah. bi-weekly as well because it's in the Shonen Jump magazine. So, for me, I'm I'm not really sure. Because like, I think, you know, not to be like this, but I think it, it's good to see an overview, like, talking about something like that. There are certain biases that people have when it comes to things. If I'm being a foreigner writing manga in Japan, I would ha- probably have to hide my alias because there yeah. might be a idea sigma already seeing a foreigner's name saying i'm writing manga 100 percent. i would turn agree someone with off and so just like how even writers popular writers like jk rowling uh when she wrote an adult series she did it under a different pen name because uh kit because her name was seen as being a young adult writer so no mm-hmm. one was gonna look at her dub. even stephen king other writers have did change different things up just so they can write other stories that aren't specifically they're known for just so people might read it and check it out and like, oh, see if they do it. Yeah, so they don't go into it with like a, a specific bias. Yeah. I mean, again, nothing's worse 
for a product. If so, the consumer is going to go into that with an expectation of something, even if it's unrealistic. And then all of a sudden, something shatters their expectation, yeah. and they kind of feel betrayed on the spot, even mm. if it was unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It puts the author at a disadvantage because now they they have to almost re-earn back the audience's yeah. trust. If they started from a neutral pen name, then at this point, at least it's a neutral standard. Yeah, like, people get a try, and they won't have an expectation of, oh, I know what this writer's known for. They're big on writing criminal series. And then you pick up a book called uh, Lo- the, Lo- the Lost Love Letters, and you back, oh, man, it's going to be a crazy criminal thriller. And you find out it's actually a romantic love story about lost love letters. You're like, what the? <sighs> ah, but let's talk about the published works. Um so its publisher for the manga is actually a very huge popular uh manga company for like shonen jump like jump specifically is their biggest thing and they have different like variety of uh different comic series just like in this in the series bakuman uh earlier on the episode they talk about wanting to be introduced in the next jack uh comics basically for up-and-coming writers so just like in japan they have all these companies these manga publishing companies have different comic books that they release for people who are interested in their mainstream ones, being like the Shonen Jump ones and other ones for like up and comers or specific genres for maybe like elderly women. That's uh, not like, as, yeah, popular. as popular. It's kind of more but, niche yeah. specific. Almost like a magazine targeted for you, like men's health, women's health. Like the one that you pick up, you know exactly what you're picking up to continue writing because, like, we're talking about it being like being a manga, mangaka is a gamble and you have to be in different kind of categories in order for have your work to be either known or not loved and stuff. But uh, I want to see Well, we talked about one of the published works of this, 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 this magazine does like black Clover. It also does Dr. Stone. They do Hunter X Hunter, one piece, my hero academia. And they also did uh, one we talked about last week that you're wa- you've been watching the anime for. Uh, we never learn. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they publish that. That's in Shonen. That's in, in Shonen Jump. Jump. Yep. That's crazy. I mean, I mean they're all really different too. Because yeah. when I think of Shonen Jump, I think of Naruto, One Piece, Bleach. These are ones that kind of made a staple for me when I was growing up. Like yeah. I remember buying the first uh, Shonen Jump with the first episode of Naruto in there, mm. and back in the day, because he did the harem jitsu, and I, as a kid, I was like. What? Why would he do that? It made no sense. But that image kind of stood out. So knowing that they didn't they didn't stay with just that typical action, you know, Dragon Ball Z, but they went into stuff like Doctor Stone, who's yeah. not really too action oriented. Yeah, Bakuman, who's I mean, obviously if there's you get maybe someone throwing a punch every twelve episodes, but mm. that's not gonna be there's obviously not too much action in here. That's really cool to see Shonen mm-hmm. Jump kind of diversifying themselves. Another like up and coming one that is popular that I read a few of it is one called Chainsaw Man, and uh, the name might sound goofy, but it's actually a, a good read so far. Basically, just about this poor dude who basically it's everyone his life he's been treated like trash and stuff, and in this world there's like demons and stuff, so he is able to meet this little demon like puppy thing that is able to like be his best friend. But he has to sell like body parts in order to survive and take care of himself. So he sold his eyes. But one day, uh, the crew that he's working for to make money to like provide decide to kill him and harvest his organs. So he gets murdered, but his uh, little demon puppy saves his life and turns him into a chainsaw man. 
because he probably has like a chainsaw mills thing and he would use a chainsaw it sounds goofy but i would say at least read the first just read the first chapter and see if you like it huh i actually i think it's it's so it's unique enough that it's pretty interesting but unique in a positive yeah in a positive way like it's it has like uh everything that kind of hits of like a, a new series that isn't cliched I don't feel like it's something that I've seen before, and that's what I like about it. It's okay, like see, I like that. Because whenever you talk about anime or yeah. anything in specific, and somebody says that was interesting or that was unique, it's almost a polite way of saying that sucked. Yeah. But you say it in a positive way. Uh, way I kind of, it's called Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man. Okay. If you want to read it, I think uh, right now how it's growing in popularity, it may become its own anime in the future. I just think it's people are looking for a new series besides the typical battle manga that is going on. Mm-hmm. But back to Bakuman. So its original ran, uh, original run was from August 11, 2008 to April 23, 2012. And it ran for about 12, 20 volumes. So that's the manga itself. That's a long series. Very long. Um, a long manga series to talk about creating manga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... It's anime overview, if we're going to jump into that. Um, it was created by another dual team. Uh, Kenichi Kasai and Noriaka Akitawa. Paya. Um, and some of the works. Have you ever watched anime Honey and Clover? No, never. How about Sweet Blue Flowers? That's known as a Yuri. Why do you got to add that? But no. You know what Yuri is? <laughs> Please tell our audience what is a Yuri. Um, there sometimes when you go to like anime conventions, you might see a section where they put white posters down. So it's like you know you got to be over eighteen to to watch to watch to look at these specific anime mangas or anime comics. And typically they say stuff like Yaoi or Yuri. Yaoi is love, like heavy adult romance love, featuring men. That love each other. And Yuri is the opposite. Featuring women who love each other sexually. So it's like porn. It's hentai. But not necessarily genre. hentai. Well, I guess it's not hentai. You ain't gonna see. You don't need, you're not going to see them straight <laughs> yeah. doing it. On the, I mean, it's, it's a love story a lot of times. Yeah, you won't see uh, <laughs> chapter one. The scissory. <laughs> <laughs> you won't see that. <laughs> <laughs> you won't see that, <laughs> won't see but it's like so. uh, again, it's like a romance uh, for like featuring those style characters. Like one that actually on the docket that I want to watch is Yuri on Ice, and um, a lot of people think it's like a, has a, a yaoi romance to it at the end. But I won't even say it's a yaoi because I think it's just a normal romance between two humans. I just denied it at first because I thought the main character was heterosexual but i think he ends up being bisexual maybe i don't know i've never seen it you never seen your eyes no nope. i thought you were like I, i've never heard about it, it. No. no i mean i heard about it definitely right. so i know the main character and i know you know the concept of it yeah but i never watched any of the episodes or anything like that well it's it's it's, it's intro theme is hype this is hype it's hype history maker that's it <laughs> I listened to that song many times driving to school, getting pumped. I was like, I'm ready to learn some stuff today. I haven't even heard that, but yeah. I'll definitely check that song out. History Maker. Yeah. Uh, it, it also did another uh, 
Kasai also did works of like Love Stage. You ever seen Love Stage? No, I'm kind of surprised. Most of this I haven't heard of. Uh, what about Wolf Girl and Black Prince? Mm, nope. All right. Uh, it's other like the other director, uh, Kitaya. You would know. I don't know if you've seen this movie, but you know of the series itself. But he did the Persona Three, the movie Spring yeah. of Birth. You ever I'll, watch? I watched watch the first, or we watched the first part, didn't we? Yeah, but yeah, well, we couldn't finish it all because it was hard to find an actual good, yeah, legitimate but source. It was the first part, and I thought it was a three part kind of movie. Yeah, it was yeah. three part movie, yeah. movie one, two, and three. So he did what? Probably like the third. He did. Part? He, he only did the first one. Oh, it was just, okay. Which so is we, a, like, imagine if you did the first movie. Do you think that's bad, or like that means you just they were going to? They maybe hired two different contractors to do the other two movies. How do you think Jared Leto feels? They said, I'm doing a hard left. <laughs> That's what they said. But the Joker movie wasn't part of the DC series. It's its own standalone thing. Yeah, but either way, there's a market out there. Yeah, You can only use one idea so much. And if you have a specific version of this character now, People will not accept any other version of that, especially if this character is going to get a freaking Oscar from it. There's Oscar talk when it comes well, to like what we'll he did. I mean, we we would we definitely will. But again, it's being that hype. That'd up. be the first comic book. It'd be crazy that Joker would be the first comic book movie that that can actually that get actually up there. win an Oscar. But if I you think about it, most other ones, I mean, you don't really see... Because I would give a, it to uh, um, Endgame, the ending else. That was way better. Endgame? Yeah. Avengers? Yeah. No way. To Joker? You see yeah. Joker? I've seen them both. We've we both prefer, seen Joker. You prefer the Joker over the... Endgame? Yeah. Endgame was really hyped up in terms of action. But in terms of acting, definitely would give it to the Joker. In terms of the pain, the story, the like little twist throughout it 100 percent. no i think i'm not butchering anyone for acting i think joker yeah joker is a different movie had great acting itself like joaquin phoenix he he did an amazing job and he he did a crazy joker then said like a lot of people did this uh talk about like how the joker in the comic books was created by falling into a bad acid turning crazy to now being society that makes the joker about people not taking care of people who have mental illnesses and actually treating people humanely and taking care of them. I mean, who's to say it's not both? Who's yeah. to say that's not going to happen right after this? I don't think I mean, I think again, he falls in the bad ass. We, I think he, he is who he is now. I don't know. Again, we don't know because the thing is, is at not. the end, Bruce was still a child. Yeah. So that would mean Joker would have to be in his like 50s. But Joker was older than Bruce Wayne. And the original, and the original like concept of the Joker... He was a struggling uh, comedic magician who gets hired to do to wear a costume, this redhead costume with this gang, and uh, just so I don't know, just so they can make him see like he's the main guy, the main henchman, so they won't go after the other guys. Mm-hmm. And he ended up being chased by Batman into boiling water and stuff. Yeah, but at that time, weren't they around the same age? Uh, th- this was Batman early. Bruce I think Joker was always a little bit older than Bruce Wayne, but. Because this would have had it been well yeah. over, like, uh, again, 15 years, 20 yeah. years older than him. Just doesn't really make sense. I don't know if this is the real Joker. Again, Let's random tangent for sure. It was a random tangent, but yes, yes. Acting-wise, 100% would say he did a better job alone than the whole Avengers cast. Yes, I'll take that to my grave. No problem. Uh, 
He didn't need all. I'll that put star this way: he didn't Are you gonna put celebrities. the? When you come, are you gonna buy the Joker? Would you watch a Joker from a, a, start from finish again? At one point in my life, I would have no problem in doing that, just because I liked his performance. All right. Again, there. Were, I mean, it was, I think it was a great movie that I'm only going to watch once. Endgame, I'm going to watch more than once. That's, but again, that's Oscar movies. A lot of Oscar movies are movies you watch once and you're like, that was great. That's it. Because I'm never going to watch like The Revenant, the the one that finally got. Uh, I would know. Yeah, Leonardo that's a DiCaprio one and done for like, sure. I want to see this guy getting beat up by a freaking bear. For hours, but <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that, that tangent's over. But you're right. I, I I'll give you that for being one man show. He made the Joker a character that I thought would be too goofy, compelling, and interesting enough that you saw his madness and was like, "Well, I I can't really be upset with him. He's still an evil person, but still, you saw what happened to him and made sense. It made you empathize with yeah. an evil person, which is hard to do." <clears throat> Especially when you have Endgame, which is so black and white. It's like yeah. you know who the bad guys, you know who the good guys are. Maybe I'm just fa- falling off that fanboyness of that hype of Robert Downey Jr. saying uh, when that cool line of Th- uh, Thanos saying "I am inevitable," and then Tony Stark says "I am Iron Man," and snaps. I was like, oh. "No, he improvised that line." Yeah, that they crazy. actually. At first, they wrapped it up. Yeah. Later on at a dinner party, they said, why do you do this Iron Man thing? They're like, what? They called up Robert Downey Jr. at that at one they're having dinner and said, hey, we need you to come back in. So we got to refilm that scene. He's like, he's like, man, I'm, I kind of feel like I'm done with that character. But after they told him what he did, he's like, out there. So he got on the plane and went. Damn. Now he's Dr. Doolittle. Wait, what? Robert Downey Jr. is going to become the new it's Dr. Doolittle. He's doing the movie. You see the trailer for that? No. It's not going to be Eddie Murphy's Dr. Doolittle. Obviously. More of an adventure series like Dr. Doolittle. It huh. actually looks like better than I thought. Like, Indiana Jones with animals. It, honestly, it reminds me of him as Sherlock Holmes, but he can talk to animals too. But I hope that's not what it's going to be like. But he literally sounds smart getting hijinks like Sherlock Holmes. That's what they need to bring back. Yeah, that's Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. He killed it. That is an underrated movie series. He did especially such the a good one. job with Sherlock Holmes. Oh my, oh. Oh, they're both amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that, that, <laughs> that second movie is tight when him and Moriarty is fighting off. And they're both doing the intelligence thing. Yeah. Of like breaking down when they hear. Oh, it was really good. Again, I loved both those series. I, both those uh, movies a lot. Some good movies. Okay, yeah. we're getting on tangent. Well, that's Sherlock movies. Holmes. Let's let's, let's, rope, okay. let's rope it back. Okay, we're we're gonna take some breaths, or we're back. We're back into it. Uh, but uh, Akitaya's other works were Active Raid. You ever seen that one? Who? Active Raid. Nope. <laughs> and another series called Battle Girl High School. No. Have you seen any of these? I I, I know of Active Raid because I saw it and I was like, nope, because it would just didn't fit what I did. But I know I I knew of hunting clover because i heard a lot of like popularity about that bringing back and stuff and it feels like it can't it, they remade it recently because i know a series with these two girls that are becoming popular again but uh I, I really the main one that i know for sure is just like persona 3 obviously huh uh but now we're going to talk about who actually writ- written for this uh anime itself she has a lot of work that she wrote about uh and that is Rik- uh, riko yoshida and uh, some of the series I can say right now that she done were *The Gray Man*, *Get Backers*, *A Silent Voice*. But she's been writing from the mid '90s to 
I mean, Toad, like, current. Current, honestly. Toad current. She's still uh, writing. You want to see any any works that you you like? Um, so when we we're right now we're pulling up a list. Yeah, we um, up. so she was a script supervisor of Violet Evergarden. We've talked about that a few times. Yeah, we did. We definitely needed to uh, check that out. A Silent Voice, I wanted to check out as well. It's on Netflix. If you guys do want to watch that, and I then that was uh that was a good one. Aside from that, I'm Majestic trying to look. Prince, that that was actually uh, if I'm correct, Majestic Prince was actually another uh, manga. Aliens, hostile. Yeah, they pop, yeah, it's a mecha series. Oof. Okay, also, good man, good man. Wrong. It is a mecha series. All right. But aside from that, I mean, oh, Degray Man, a Romeo X Juliet. I've actually watched that one as well. I watched the Tales of Vesperia, the first strike film. That was very good, actually. So sh- School Rumble. Wait, wait, wait. go to get backers. That's that's a good one. Yeah, School Rumble. That. She did the whole script. Yeah. Ep- oh, ep- episodes. She have wrote oh School Rumble. If you want to watch a hilarious, hilarious anime, School Rumble. Did I ever tell you that story where uh, when I was in uh, when I was in military uh, station in Japan, uh, I had I bought the whole collection of uh, School Rumble because I was just I had the extra money. I was like, I'm just gonna buy anime series at the at the exchange, the Navy Exchange that we had. So I bought uh, School Rumble. I had it in my my little barracks room up on my shelf, kind of like all my movies stationed out. And when you're gone, sometimes people who who in charge of the barracks, they do room inspections. So my roommate's in the room. I'm gone. Probably at the gym or just out hanging out. And they come and they, they are inspecting our rooms. And they inspect my room. And after they get done, they go to my room and they're like, hey, uh, a uh, shipmate. And he's like, what, what? He's like, he's like, hey, tell your, your roommate that he needs to put away his porn when he leaves his room. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, and they had like, they hold in school rumble and said, Tell him to put away his porn when he leaves. And he's like, what the? And then I come in, and he doesn't know. My my friend knows a little bit about My roommate knows a little bit about manga, but he doesn't really know. He's like, hey, man. Oh, no. He's like, hey, you had, like, uh, porn in there? I was like, no, man, that's uh, anime. It's a comedy series. It has, not, it has nothing. There's yeah, nothing. Hentai or anything about nothing it about that, that is grotesque. It's literally a comedy about this cool-ass delinquent dude who's in love with a, a dunce girl. Who actually should get with her little sister because her little sister is way cooler and likes him for who he is. But that's a different tangent. But yes, it's a great series. But you said Jane King of Bandits? Jane King of Bandits. script supervisor? That, that uh, screen, uh, screenplay uh, script supervisor. You ever watched Jane King of Bandits? Um, I, I read it, it back oh, okay. in the day. I didn't finish it, but I definitely read it. Um, I used to get that at the library. I would. Oh yeah, that was one of the that. first anime I would yeah. get an order from the actual library. Roni, uh, Roni Kenjin Reflection. What she was the? part of. I didn't see that one. I don't remember Samurai X. So, oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, depression. the biggest <laughs> super depression. So overall, uh, you know, a lot of or a couple of decent works that we ended up checking out throughout the yeah. years, whether we knew it or not. Uh, <laughs> sorry for that data. Um, and uh, just moving on from her music, the anime did music is by Audio Highs, and the studio that this anime is uh, produced from was JC Staff, which was founded in January eighteenth, nineteen eighty six, and which, if you guys care, was thirty three years ago. I don't think people care really. Nobody so cares that that was years. I think the, the approximately, but okay. Let's just talk about their anime series. So, do you remember a popular Dreamcast game where you play as a dog and you're rapping? 
Oh, Parappa the Rapper? Yes. Yeah. So they did it. Did you know they had its own anime series? No. They Who would watch April that? That'd be terrible. <laughs> from April 2001 to January 2002. So you're correct. Nobody watched it. Yeah. You're like, the hell? They did it for six months. And so <laughs> that's a wrap. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why I would anyone watch. But that was a popular game that I didn't actually think was look cool at all. Do you like it? Parappa the Rapper? Yeah. Never played it. it never liked it. I didn't like the art style back in the day. Yeah. It just looked it too like weird a, a, for me. I think it was for people who like the rhythm stuff, like rhythm playing, like rhythm prompts and stuff. I mean, when I played the Dreamcast back then, I always played Shenmue. Mm. That was, or Soul Calibur. Those did two you, uh, really stood out. Do you got the original? Did you buy the Shenmue for the PS4 recently? No, or not yet. I would consider doing it just because I always enjoy games with quick time events anyway. So I would definitely consider it. I bought it. The only thing about Shenmue, and I got like the third one coming out. It, Shimu 3 releases this month, and I backed it back in the day. Spent like $250 backing that game. Again, you said that game military. $250? Yeah, because that was a game that got me. If it wasn't for Shimu, I would never have gotten to Yakuza. Because Shimu 2 was so good. I was like, I need something that hits, that. I, that hits me like that. And Yakuza said, yeah, we were, we're made by the people who made Shimu. And I picked it up, and... Honestly, Yakuza is ten times better than Shenmue, hundred <laughs> times better. And I play, I played the original one again. And I was like, I'd rather play Yakuza, especially what I hate about Shenmue. And it might be a patience thing, but playing a video game where it's real time, where you actually got to wait until a certain time to go talk to people, super is boring annoying. as hell. Like, wh- what should I do? I guess I can go in the 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 playground and spar with my invisible shadow. And, practice some techniques so ridiculous yeah it was dumb and just like it gets it's not the it's not the hypest gameplay that anyone wants to either play or or definitely watch it was slow yeah but the stories were pretty interesting uh but (laughs) it also did another anime series that you may have watched you probably watch more of this than me but it's a certain magical index I watched the first five episodes, oh, damn, okay. and didn't I didn't really watch too much after that. Yeah. I watched to where he lost his memory, and because oh, well. oh no no you you probably watch more than me I guess I just knew that I just knew, I watched like the first few episodes because all I know is like he his power was that he can uh, he has anti magic so ma- he can yeah, stop yeah. you from doing magic yeah. He ends up losing his memory, and he has like absolutely t- like he oh he gets cursed like really hard and forgets a bunch of things. Like yeah, his memory gets shot. It it gets dark. <laughs> it gets a little dark after. Oh wow. Yeah, certain magical index is good. They That's actually released really a season I think recently. It was like a year ago. Yeah, no, they have yeah they're they're the fourth one yeah because they did. It has such so many spinoffs. It has uh, index, uh, railgun. And it has another one called Accelerator. Yeah, Accelerator. I watched the first two episodes. Accelerator was like a, vi- a, vi- a, a, villain. a villain turned into its own series. That Well, he just fell and wanted to protect this little dumb girl that talked in third person all the time. And it was super annoying. I hated her. I hated her. Oh, he, became, he wanted to protect her? Yeah, he was like, he ended up becoming like indirectly her bodyguard. And he, he becomes a hero. I mean... So they kind of flip him. Do you like him though as a character, or you like the? I mean, he was always they were the main guy. Definitely, I liked more for sure. This guy, I don't like. I didn't like the premise. That's why I dropped it after two episodes. (laughs) (laughs) 
You said the girl talks in third person? Yeah, a lot. It's really annoying. <laughs> it's so annoying. I'd be, I would have dropped her so quick. So she talks about herself doing things in third yeah. person? So yeah. she says her name. Like, Madoka is eating an apple. And it's like, I know you're eating a goddamn apple. <laughs> 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 I'm watching you do that. All it's right. irritating. Uh, Very frustrating. Oh, my God. Um, did you watch, and I actually finished this series. Did you watch and fin- maybe finish Prison School? Um, I didn't. Did it end? Yeah, it was only one season. Well, I, I think I watched to the final season. I didn't know that. I mean, I never got like a full conclusion of what happened. Yeah, at the very I did. End. It, it, but I yeah, that did. season, like how it was, absolutely hilarious. I would die on Chris Prison School. It was Prison, so funny. Yeah, it was hilarious. Like, Especially the punishments being almost made there. me cry. Like I was, I laughed way too hard. Watch out for that one. Yeah, don't watch that one with. In a room full of people who don't watch anime. Would you say you're a, a a fan, a true fan of Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in the Dungeon? I would 100% say I'm a true fan of that. So, these guys did uh, season two of Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in the Dungeon. That's really good, because season two was amazing. Less on the action, less on the main character, but they did a really, really good job with but it. But did you also watch a spinoff series? About no. the sword of Oritana, the, about the blonde hair girl, like her coming of coming of story. So I didn't watch a spinoff, but there was a movie that came through, which is like the Spear of Oricon or something like yeah. that. And I checked that out when that came here, and that was an amazing movie, which I would highly, highly recommend anyone to watch. If you're a fan of that series, you have to watch that movie. It kind of bridges the gap between season uh, one and two. Okay. But they don't really, they're not going to mention it in season two. So I don't know if it would be considered canon. But it, if you think about it, it makes sense. It works enough because it doesn't need to be, because the movie doesn't need to be mentioned in season two because of the plot of season two. It doesn't really have a reference. Exactly. It's yeah. like the plot doesn't really. But like, it does show because it. about that level up. Because in season one, and in season one, he wasn't level three. He was like. He, he finished level two at season one, wow. and then season two, he was already at three. Yeah. And so the show, he must have had to, he leveled up during that, the, uh, the that movie. independent movie. That's what I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, You ever watched the anime that I, I put it on our list, like, not too long ago? It was, like, last year's, like, top anime list. I talk about recommends. But you ever watched at least a few episodes of Planet With? Planet? Planet no. With. Never. No, I don't even remember that. Yeah. It's... Did you watch it? I watched it. I, I was trying to see if it I could watch the full thing. It's it's another like manga cutesy one. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. It's different. What does that mean? Like what exactly? You gotta give us okay. So basically, ten minute ele- or ten second elevator yeah. speech. Let's so hear it. real quick. So basically, the main character has this uh, memories are erased. He has this traumatic past where uh, all he remembers is that he was a son of a cool pilot guy who wrote who had all these unique. Uh, mechas that fought this boss and they either won but they all died or they lost and the villain just disappeared but anyways he now lives with uh in the house with this cat guy and this maid the guy like a dude who literally a cat and he goes to school and he comes to find out that uh these ma- these weird creatures are coming back to his planet and these new team of guys who have mechs are going to fight him and he realizes that for some reason for him, his job is to stop them and take their powers because he doesn't want whatever happened to repeat itself. So he his mech is like a little small little thing, cat little thing, and he goes and fights them. That's basically as far as I know right now. 
Huh. And he's like, I will never let these guys, I will never let you guys be pilots again. Interesting. So there's something about that, but his memories are raised too, but he remembers that he cannot let those guys go and fight. Huh. So either probably to stop the cycle or that it may have doing something like how Evangelion was more in base with uh, those aliens coming down because of humanity being evil, mm-hmm. not them being evil. What was that one called one more time? Uh, Planet With. Planet With. Okay. Planet With. Uh, you like One Punch Man, right? Love it. Love both you... seasons. Okay. Liked both seasons. Liked both directions. Liked the artwork of both. I loved the both. I'm a fan of the series okay. and the concept in general. I, I mean, obviously, did it look different in the second season? Yes, it did. And the fight scenes were a little bit different as well. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, season two was actually made by this studio. Oh, nice. And I enjoyed season two a lot. I think season two brought more story narrative. Way more depth. And the only thing I disliked about season two was just not enough of the main character, but it allowed me to me see, mad. see the importance of everyone else at the cast and still left me hype enough. Where now they literally have a video game called One Punch Man, the fighting game, where every hero, no matter what, fights each other on a stage, and there's a timer of when One Punch Man will show up. To defeat the villain for you. That's amazing. Which is cool, but also, like, there's some of those A guys who are actually badasses. One Punch is still stronger than them, but they they can fight on their own. They don't need him to show up all the time. I mean, a lot of A's also got murked. What? Oh, okay. The, the guy, huh? I mean, it'd only be S class, but even yeah, S class would get well, murked. Well, I mean, S class people. One of the guys got his arm taken off in uh, uh, the end of the first season. Yeah, that's uh, true. That was the metal bat guy? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. Um, they fleshed it out but really well. So far, you love all the works that this anime studio has brought. I mean, I don't want to say all the works. Well, you, you know yeah. of their works. I know a good amount of their works. So. Uh, they also did another... While they did what doing Is It Wrong to Pay with Girls Season 2, they also did another one that was something that we laughed about uh, like two podcasts ago. And that is, do you love your mom and her two-hit multi-targeted attack? That was this studio? Yeah, this studio made it. Oh. Like, two, a different team made that series as well. So I mean, sometimes you got to cash a check. Yep. When you Regardless of what happens That's maybe just because the plot is just bad. But uh, Bakuman ran for from October 2nd of 2010 to March 30th of 2013. That's actually crazy. I was leaving for the military in October. Anyways, uh, episode is episode. They, sorry, it ran for seventy five episodes. Seventy five. Wow. Yeah, and that's all my, that's all my reading stuff right there. So covered. Just want to give a quick <sighs> shout out to yes. the two lead actors, uh, voice actors, and just want to say a couple of their work. So I mean, for Bakuman, uh, one of the main characters, the friend that kind of. Got uh, Moritaka into even considering going after his dream. It was uh, Akito Taka- uh, Takagi. Oh, yeah, the character. Yeah. And so he was uh, the, the white-haired character yeah. with the glasses. So um, his voice actor was Satoshi Hino. He was the voice of Kamui and Jintama. He was, uh, we're going to say a couple others, uh, Isaac from Log Horizon. Yep. So I'm kind of stoked he was in there. 
Uh, Plastic Memories, he was Constance, if you know that. Did you uh, finish Plastic Memories? No, I didn't. Uh, I, I, be, wanna, I uh, wanted to watch that with uh, my wife. Yeah, so. that's a good one right there. But, uh, I just haven't gotten around to it yet. I mean, he's in uh, uh, Haikyuu as the Daichi Sawamura. Sai as Boruto. Oh, uh, Classroom of the Elite, Kohei Katsuragi. So he's one of the uh, people in A uh, Class A. Oh, okay. Agent Ma uh Agent Magnet Bryce Mikhail Renfried. See, what? I don't... What the? What? This dude is a voice of Ainz. He is Ainz. Satoshi Hino is the legendary oh, voice of Ainz. Ainz Algaon. And yeah, Overlord. <sighs> Overlord is still my favorite Itsuka. It's still my all-time favorite Itsuka. He's also on Vineland Sagas, oh, Wallybald, oh, and he's a Demon Slayer. Kyojuru Rengoku. Oh, okay. Don't know who this that is some, off top. This guy got some great works. So, oh, oh, I can't wait for Hayaku Season 4. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be watching that. So, Air Gear. I remember one of our friends loved that anime. Yeah. So Satoshi Hino has been in quite a lot of work. The other uh, character that played Moritaka Mashiro, his name is Atushi Abe. And he was the voice of Koichi Sakakibara from Another, which is a really uh, sad one. <laughs> really sad anime right there. He plays, uh, he's in Haikyuu too as well, uh, as plays the uh, voice actor for Takeru Nakashima. And Planet With, apparently he's in that as well as Soya Kuroi. And I'm trying to see, does any other anime really kind of pop out? Uh, Rosario Vampire, he played a minor role in that. A certain Magic Index, he played Tomo Kamija, so he's uh, one of the main characters. So that is uh, Atsushi Abe. I mean, we'll have to compare the two. Oh, Shinji, okay. When I have to compare the two, I would definitely have to say that uh, the other guy has a lot more credits to his <laughs> that's, name. That's disrespectful. <laughs> that's disrespectful. I, I mean, won't say I'm credits. Like, you, I mean, you have Ayn's Al Gown, and then you look at this guy's but, list, and he has... But who? you also got to say, like, when it comes to the manga itself, Bakuman, they fit their character. Their voice and their characters work perfectly. I, I, I'll say that. I'm but, saying they both do a good yeah, job. I, it's they hard do. for me to ever be like, unless it's like we, we see the difference of uh, we saw both of them introduce, uh, do an audition for the same character. We're like, oh, this guy definitely should have won. It. We'll I mean, one. I'm it's just different. making an obvious assessment. Dirty you have hell. one that has the voice of Ein's Al Gown. Yeah. Plant, and then you have another who's but the voice I can of also, like, even though. Uh, Overlord is one of my favorite series. It is also a series where its main character isn't always talked about. It's all about the world building. And yeah, how the characters get jumped through. They definitely so, do a good job. The with coolest that. thing about season three of Overlord is that Ainz is kind of barely in it, and when he shows up, you like people got mad at my boy Ainz because they're like, "Oh, he is a villain." Yeah, but yeah. He, they they said that really clearly he, he at said, the start. I, I want to be. He said it from the beginning. Like, I want to rule this world in the shadows. And I will play my character. Yeah. See. So even when he's like, he's like, "Oh, that's your boy, that's your boy for the for the first season, right?" He murked that guy like he was nothing. Murked him so hard. Oh my god! It was so messed he up. He stopped time. He's like, "I'm sorry, bro. just touched him." Murked. Dead. 
And he was nice enough. The other guy, the other two guys, like, can we take his body? And they were scared. He's like, fine. He was about to turn him into one of his, one of his ghouls too. I think I thought he was yeah. going to take him, but he's like, I'll let him take him. That's fair. I mean, again, I I like Ains. I like oh, that evil antihero this time from the, his perspective. It's it's really cool. I don't I don't see him getting taken down at all. I don't. He's so strong. But that's Overlord at this point. Roping it back. That is. Uh, uh, there's a lot of good characters. So uh, before we go into our review, let's do the opening and ending intros. You want me to do the op- opening first? Yep. All right. The opening, the name of the song, it's Bluebird, and it's by the group Kobu Koro. And I was able to find how it actually sounds on a YouTube video. So here it goes. This is Bluebird. This is Blue Bird. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like the video play. So, that song is hype. Okay, oh hold. My first, God. let's put the brakes on that. Hold it, hold Young it. No. Love. You better slam on the brakes hard. So last episode, when I said the intro to Court's party was hyped because I like kind of the opera aesthetic to it, I liked how they started. My Ernest gave me a lot of shit for that. He was like hyped. That's not going to go on no playlist. Dirk, 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 dirk. And though he was right. It was wrong by how high Check my Spotify playlist. Check my Spotify playlist. What it says? It says Bluebird up top. So I told John, I was like, hey, is it on your Spotify? No. I know what I'm saying. This, this is hype enough where I'm going to put that on my gym playlist. I I'm don't put it on the gym playlist. And I'm going to lift. I'm gonna lift weights, listen to Bluebird, because that Why? song was like it wasn't that's motivation. That good. It's, I think oh, it's just some, it's, the, the rhythm, the, the melody, it just sounds beautiful. Oh. It sounds beautiful, man. It's hype. I would yeah. never put that yeah, on any love. playlist ever. <laughs> How do you get hyped off that? It just, it just good. I'm just like, man, I, I catch me in the feel. See, hype doesn't have to be like the beats are cool and stuff. It, it has to catch. Yeah, it was just the hype of song. Uh, but yeah, that was Bluebird by Koburu Koworo. So the next, we're gonna play the outro, which is uh, by an artist called Ya Kiyem. And the song is called Mirai Narinka Kusen. Oh. Sounds uh, beautiful. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Again, that was Mirai Norinkakusen by Ya Kim. What do you think about that outro? Yeah, it's an outro. You don't look impressed at all. I thought uh, it, it suits the how it goes into the ending of like what it shows, but it's one I skipped. I didn't, it didn't hit me right. It didn't hit me in the feels like uh, Bluebird did, but it was still good. I myself think it's better than Bluebird, but I don't think they're both good at all. I mean, they're both, to me, I wouldn't put either of them on a playlist. This one, I like the chorus. I like kind of yeah. how she went into that one part, but everything before that, compared to the all the other outros and intros out there, it doesn't stand out. It seems like a generic shonen kind of outro. Mm. And that's uh, it for the opening ending. Let's go into our review. Our review. So... Tell us, tell me, what did, what surprised you about Bakuman? Um, what surprised me about Bakuman was how quickly I fell for these characters, like, and like relating to them and kind of seeing how real they felt. Um, it wasn't what I expected. I thought it was just going to be about two nerds who write manga and stuff. I didn't think there was going to be any romance in this series at all, but literally the first episode had me laughing so hard and also had me so hooked on wanting to know more of the story and like root for these guys that like usually me me, me and john was like hey we're gonna do uh only like 12 12 episodes, episodes 12, like 12 13 episodes of what a usual one season anime typically would be uh but we were like we're gonna do all 25 cool. did we do all 25 no no but we i i did more than i would do usually i, I watched more than 13 Episode. If I did twenty five, I think we would be a bi weekly and podcast. We, we would have skipped weekly. yeah, we would have skipped this one. Yeah. Which I wouldn't have had a problem, but again, here we are. Yeah, here we are. Either and way, we'll end up probably both watching the rest and see how this plays out. It is three it's, seasons. It's, it's three seasons. It was again, anime is good when you have to as you're watching it, you back out one episode to look about how long it goes. Just so you invest. Because there's many series where I love loved them. But when I know it's canceled, I'm like, what's the point? Yeah, I, I don't like, watch it. I don't get to finish. The story would never be resolved unless I read it. So I might as well stop watching anime and read it if I want to. Exactly. Uh, but this one, I know it gets resolved. And that's a really good feeling of saying that I can have a completion of it. Because it's that good. And I also love that. Just like how we uh, talked about how great Dr. Stone is because you learn about things. This one lets me learn about how hard and how much of a gamble... The, choose to become a mangaku mangaka is in japan and how tough that is especially if you're doing a lone solo when you had to do all the art and coloring storyboard and all that by yourself instead of like these two guys having the team of being like one guy's writing and one guy's a storyboard so that you can share the work takes a huge pressure off off one person yeah it does for sure and makes me think about what we talked about uh hunter x hunter's creator Yu Hakusho's creator how much that how much help it works on because he has to do the storyboard and draw his characters then pass it on to his team and a storyboard is 54 pages to uh like 50 pages or more yeah and just for them to fit in their story narrative and these guys got to also be like months ahead so, so they can catch up so you imagine doing these pan these storyboard panels and drawing for that long pages back to back to back to back to back and getting so little sleep where these guys are just chugging. Instead of us chugging these energy drinks, they're chugging coffee every single day and losing sleep in yeah. order to finish their dreams. Just so they can make 17 hour days. In order to accomplish this thing by by their month deadline. 
and also have to go to their editors and be like, hey, what do you think of this? And they be like, this is, this is either amazing or it's crap. And go do it again. Fix this. You know, you're not following the story as well as you should be. And that's why you have to give, I mean, you have to appreciate an anime like this because it makes you also appreciate the industry as a whole. A lot of these people slave away and they take a huge gamble because they don't know if something's going to really take. And sometimes it takes a while before it takes really hard. Yeah. I mean, you don't know if something's going to be a big hit. No one knew Pokemon was going to blow up in the U.S. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, nobody would have thought about something like that. So the major thing is, is when you have to go through, you know, a trial period presenting your stuff, you can get denied by other by an editor who just doesn't think your idea happens to be good enough depending on how they're thinking that day. I mean, there's a lot of luck involved, but also so much hard work because, again, they're losing sleep, they're sacrificing their relationships and everything. They're they're throwing their youth down the drain. And it's not down the drain uh, per se because, again, they're accomplishing their dreams. They're trying to go to the top. They have a goal. But to be like, hey, they didn't watch movies. They didn't have a – there's no beach episode in this. Think about it. This is the oh, first yeah. anime, aside from like Wolf's Reign, that I've watched with no beach episode through the whole thing. That's, yeah. That's... Yeah, literally, this is um, the main thing is about being so dedicated to a dream. And there's one thing I used to uh, give like John uh, crap about when we were in high school. It made me think about like John, when John is hooked to something and he's like, hey, this is what I love and we're going to do. Like how he's doing a lot of climbing and everything and like doing all running competitions he's like hey this is what i'm gonna do and this would bring me joy when he did tennis he's like i gotta be if i want to be the best in tennis i gotta go in there be out there every single day and i used to frustrate me and i was like i want to still do my little things like playing video games and stuff he's like yeah it's cool you can do that but i'm gonna be out in the courts this is what i'm obsessed with and it's saying that and it's not until i'm older where i realize like if you want to be the, the best at something and be competitive and great if you don't if you're not out there doing that the people, your rivals out there doing that. And he's busting his ass. And if you're not especially talented, you got to work 10 times harder. And you got to make that sacrifice. And these guys show, like, hey, this is going to be my life. One guy, Akito, specifically, he, a girl wants to date him. He's like, I can't really go on dates with you, really, because this have is deadlines. my life. I got deadlines, and I'm going to be focusing on this. So he's able to still have a relationship because the girl's cool and is like, hey, I'm going to support your dreams. And I understand you won't be able to spend as much time with me. You only can spend... Literally, there's a session where they go see Christmas lights. Like, cool. All right, I got to go. And he literally leaves to go work on his storyboard and stuff. He only can spend a couple hours a day. That's it. That's just, it. Just so he can do what he, his passion is. And that's very powerful because it's it. I don't know. It's just something that I'm more humbled by. And, like, I, if I want to be the best at something, I got to give my all to it and know that my sacrifice, like, dying for something that you love isn't something that should be seen as, oh, you lived a terrible life. You did what you love doing. I mean, like, and that's exactly it. Yeah. I mean, a, when water goes through a mountain, I mean, the water can carve through a mountain over thousands of years. Yeah. It just, the water will eventually erode the rock. Yeah. It doesn't know, think about, you know, oh, that was wasted time. It just, that's what it naturally does. If you naturally are feel like you're following this dream, especially them and they're passionate about it, you know, one guy... He wants this girl so bad. He's He started to go back into a kind of a career and an idea that he originally rejected. Yeah. That looked down. He was okay with being a cog in a wheel and eventually just realized, oh, this, this isn't going to give me what I want. 
And then the other guy who is incredibly smart, Akito Takagi, to sit there and be top of your class and say, eh, I I don't want to do that. I actually want to take a hard left and do this. I like how they both kind of threw other people's expectations off and said, you know what? You're not going to control me. I'm going to make my path. I'd rather regret it and fall forward than to sit there and not not do this. So it makes you really, really appreciate, again, just what this hard work does over a long period of time. Because over this the series, they kind of grow a little bit older. I know time does eventually kind of pass. Yeah. So, I mean, because, again, they're trying to make sure they have an anime by the time they graduate high school. Right. And they start in middle school. So that means, again, at least three and years. And not just a hit man, anime, that, a hit manga that becomes... That is a, a series regular that can become an anime. That is going to be has its own anime introduction. So say this. Say you start creating manga right now. Yes. What idea would you, is closest to what you would create in terms of like a Dragon Ball, a JoJo's? If you had to take like that framework, what is what kind of your style? What would you think your style would kind of gravitate towards? Um... I think mines would end up being a mixture of a isekai and um, uh, like two protagonists uh, storyline. Mm-hmm. I have this idea that I, I honestly just want to write about where these two friends get trapped in the world, and one friend is like becomes like basically a prodigy, natural, and then the other friend is not that gifted, but he finds out they both have special individual power, like the main character. That one, his main friend, he just gifted. He can pick up things really quickly yeah. and become the best at it. And pick like he's a prodigy at natural things, and can have like certain like go beyond the skill. While other friend is known as a copycat. He can just see your style and basically mimic it, hmm. and uh, and be able to switch off quickly from each co- uh, each style that he just has saw and use that ability. I kind of want the story to take two different narrative branches where one friend goes down one path and the other friend goes down another path. Oh. And at first, to say that they are doing it because they want to know the world more, and because of things that makes the friends have to split up, but in order to like keep in touch, that slowly they realize that their one friend leans more toward his side, and another friend leans more toward his side. Even though when they meet up again, they might become enemies or rivals at the end, because they're like, now that we're in this world forever, because being East guy, they realize, hey, it's not going to be easy going back. That will their friendship last in yeah. a kind of world where this is your new life. You got new people that you care about. Yeah. New passions. Can that friendship last for, even in a new world? Yeah. And, Which is really interesting. Yeah. But I'll just storyboard. But I, that's, I, that's how I would want to write something like that. What about you? Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. in terms of if I had to throw out just kind of like a style, I would say I would want mine to be kind of sim- ooh, similar to uh, Beck. Back, okay. Because I just like the idea of these four people kind of going through these trials and tribulations yeah. of going from zero to like something was always really good. Or for instance, if I would want it to be similar to Beck, but with the art style of like Space Dandy, because for me that style oh, okay. really stood out and what they could do with it, even in that universe, like doing like a a band in terms of like the the universe. So getting like universal fame instead of just trying to get like famous off like one planet, yeah. stuff like that would be kind of like really interesting. But I mean, again, these ideas are hard, and to give them yeah. so much life—I mean, to build the world of Hunter Hunter, to build the world of Sailor Moon, and 
build a cast, the supporting cast, the plot, a good generic art that has trials and tribulations that the main character kind of goes through. You know, the typical hero's journey. It's safe to say, I mean, you if you don't have that grit and dedication, you're, n- you're never going to make it when it comes to trying to be a professional manga artist. Safe to say that, right? Yeah. I think the toughest part uh, that we're getting at is that it's even harder when you feel like you're passionate about something you love and like, this is what I want to do. And this is like, this is my series I want to present. And you hear your editor said, this isn't good enough. Yep. It's boring. Your characters aren't alive. There's nothing to it. And having you hear that and not feel rejected and feel like defeated from that, that, that realization hits some people. Like there's times in sports I remember of losing and I'm just like, why am I even doing this? Like my passion was gone. I was scared. Even playing little league when I got hit with a baseball and I was no longer, I was afraid now to even get, go stand on the plate because I thought a ball was going to hit me. How much your own mentality can break you down. If you're not willing to say, I'm going to take the sacrifice because I love doing this or, or I'm going to take this in order because I, because this is who I, this is what I believe in. And even if I get thousands of rejection, I know that as long as I can get one hit, it means something. Mm-hmm. And it just it's tough seeing this 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 world and seeing like you people saying, Hey man, you're not really suited to write for mainstream. Do what you're good at. You're very talented for this and you and then the character saying, Uh, I know we're good at this style, but we wanna be mainstream. We yeah. want we don't care about having a uh a portion of the audience like us to be considered a hit. We want if we wanna be the best and get the series quickly by the, our deadline, we gotta be be a series that people gravitate towards we gotta compete yeah we gotta compete with the mainstream or we'll never get to our dream in time and that's and that's amazing um but so for my review real quick before we go into our little semi spoilers because we didn't finish all first season i would say this is definitely a watch uh especially if you're just a fast where you want a slice of life what something that is more like gives you meaning and i like, kind of inspire you to do like any skill I, I feel like you have any passion or anything that you love or gives you anything that it's a good feel to be like, whatever I'm doing, as long as I believe in it and I care about it, it's, it's the right thing. So I definitely say watch Bakuman, like just check it out. See if it, if you feel any connection with the characters cause I do. And I just think it's very inspiring, especially after going from court's party to this, I feel like course party got me a little depressed a little bit with everything. Like not depressed. I won't say depressed, but like we're like, uh, I wish the story didn't seem as fleshed out. It was too short to a story that seemed so alive and so vast that it was amazing knowing that there's a conclusion to the story that I can watch about great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you hit the nail perfectly right there. When I first looked up Bakuman and I found out it was about two people just creating manga, my initial impression was like, eh, why would I watch this? Yeah. There's so many other styles and genres, so many different ideas out there. Why is this special at all? Why is this even important? And I turned on the first episode. And the main character kind of thought along the same lines. Where he would just... I mean, he might have been talented at drawing. But he never thought of himself as talented or even a passion. He almost thought of manga as almost a curse. Yeah. Because of what happened to his family. And so... Then he gets lucky enough to be put in the same classroom as someone who inspired him to almost dream to inspire him and change his life and that was when he met akito takagi his that the ride or die homie yeah. right there the homie that goes you got a skill and i know that you aren't being your true self so i'm gonna push 
I'm gonna make sure you ignite that motivation. I see. But even yeah. more, what he's like is he's like, oh wait, you like this girl? I got you. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Set it up to where first episode he at least got some form of interaction out of the two, yeah. and then the main character out of nowhere Finally said, seen. "If we." can accomplish our dream will you marry me and then she just left i like she just shut the door i laughed so hard at that point because it was so unexpected yeah that was uh, hilarious and again this so is the first like episode. did he just say it what like, the... imagine you're, you're like i'm trying to help you out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, why would you do this you marry just, me yeah and how that progressed it was really interesting uh, again I would say you have to give it at least three episodes. It deserves yeah. your respect. It deserves respect in general mm. when it comes to that. The characters are fleshed out. You care about the world. And again, anytime that you see someone accomplish their dreams, whether it's Naruto or it's these guys, you have to, you respect that. I mean, you want to root for someone kind of breaking out of that, that, that system. Yeah, for sure. So for me, I would say I would recommend it. Definitely should check this uh this anime out again. It's again it's called Bakuman. So going into spoiler, kind of the last little bit. What 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 hits your mind when you watch some of this? What was some of your gripes? What was some of the stuff you liked that kind of shined? Um, one little small thing. Uh, it was a mixture. Uh, so the main character. Uh. Uh, Mashiro. Uh, sometimes I don't really get there his rom his romantic story about his motivation. Uh, with wanting to get with uh Miho. Uh, it's very, I don't know. It it felt very uh middle schoolish, and that's perfect because they are middle they schoolers. Are. Yeah. So it, it, I just more frustrating because it's like they literally promise each other that hey we won't have any like Miho says that we won't have any interaction with each other really and like really date. Until we accomplish both our dreams. Her dream being becoming a voice actress. And his becoming having a hit manga. And that she will keep the promise that they will be together. And at first I was like, oh, this is so dumb. And they literally would not, they would not talk to each other. They're like, we won't, we, we only would. They, the only time they actually start talking was literally towards the uh, like episode like eight or nine where they uh, their teacher changes their seats and they're sitting next to each other but now they have to they write notes and talking to each other and there's a point where uh mushiro's like hey we uh do we really have to fulfill this dream uh do we do we have really have to not see each other and really hang out uh until our dreams are true and she gets sad and at first I'm like what is this girl sad for and about how much a, a promise means to her over time so i appreciate that but it really got me more like this is a better story than I thought. Not as childish when she told him as they're about to graduate from middle school that that when he's like he's able to finally talk to her, he's like, "What? How long will you need to wait?" And she said, "I'll wait forever." I immediately was like, Durr. "I was like, I was like, damn." She said, I, and she didn't say the time. She said, "I'll literally wait." He just, and he, all he wanted to hear is like, "I'll wait." Yeah. But he, she said, "I'll wait forever." She was like, "I'll wait until you accomplish that dream." And that is a feeling good. And like, then that's a good spark. When people believe in you, that's such a great motivation that makes you push yourself even harder. Because it's no longer just about, oh, I just want recognition. It's like, there's two who believe in me and see that I have a skill. And both of them are supporting each other in their own way. Where it's like, yeah, we, we love each other, but we do it. And I think another series shows that, I don't want to say it's stereotypical Japan, but I saw it. And kind of how the husband is in the house, like with his own mom. That the yeah. mom takes care of the grandfather and the dad just works and just does little things. But a marriage, 
I can't go into looking at uh, Japanese marriage and life in the same lens as American marriage. Yeah. And how that is. Because their dynamics are different. But if something works for you, I can't say that's not how a typical relationship should, should be. If it works, it works. As long as you're happy, that's ultimately what matters. And that's what made me just be even more cool with the series. And just learning about manga has been great. What about you? Just more spoilers. I like, I like what you said about um, the families and how it's really hard to compare. Yeah. Because the dynamic with him is he had to talk to his mom. His mom would talk to the dad. The dad would give the approvals, talk to the mom. And so he never really had direct contact contact with the dad hmm. and to sit there and only go through one parent when you have both literally still there active in the family it's like again just a strange weird dynamic it's a dynamic i personally am not you i'm not used to it's a foreign thing to mm-hmm. me. so i definitely thought that was really strange i mean i like how the main character and that girl he likes they have this specific idea uh, that they both strive for that no matter what anyone says to them you know their personal friends are like no you should do this but they they don't fold they're like no i believe in this person i'm doing it this specific way this is how it's going to happen and any other time i would have been like that's dumb that's how you don't accomplish your dream yeah like that's how people drift apart but they have that type of resistance is what they're also fighting against mm-hmm. as well in their own world so I really like seeing that. I thought it stood out really, really good for me. Again, I like their dynamic, but it does it frustrate me. Yeah, because yeah. everything inside me would obviously have done the opposite. Yeah. And uh, it might not have worked out because of that. Who really knows? I mean, we don't we haven't finished it. So we don't yeah. really we don't know. And just th- just thinking about like. Uh, it's tough because I think it's hard when I think about it in this lens, but it makes me go. If you want to accomplish something, like we were talking about earlier, about you got to work your butt off and not spend that time. That any time that you're not sitting, doing your 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 skill and like actively going it is a time wasted, kind of. Even if you're happy, you can get comfortable. That's one thing people get comfortable in things, and they're like, you know, this isn't as important to me as it, it can be. Mm-hmm. But they both want to accomplish their dream, and once they're there, then of course they can have time with each other. But they're already act. They actually have the skill that they know how to manage that time. So they're investing themselves in their 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 craft, so that when they can actually, when they know that they're successful in that craft, they can actually know that. Oh, I know how much time I needed in order to do my best work to actually manage a relationship, mm-hmm. and that's cool. And I even <clears throat> one thing this anime acknowledges greatly is that the the having perception not being reality. Uh, especially when it came to the the main character's uncle, his tragic passing, he thought like uh, what really stopped him from even because he loved right drawing and stuff and and pursuing that art, he wanted to be just like his uncle because he looked up to him as his hero. Yeah. That he stopped because his uncle died tragically, and he didn't. He thought it was hush hush. Being a kid, you 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 you're you're just looking at everything from your own perception. And he, his answer was that his uncle must have uh, had death by suicide. And he comes to find out that as he as he starts pursuing his actual dream, and he sees that he's being acknowledged. Hi, plane. Hi. <laughs> it's gone. Uh, as he, oh, that plane was loud. Uh, as he is, 
actually now pursuing that hey i want to write manga again i'm this is my passion actually i don't want to just be a boring salary man i know that this was something i love he comes to find out just from talking to his 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 grandfather and his dad that no his his uncle did not commit death by suicide he literally worked his butt off and he was able to see that because he was able to go to his uncle's studio that his grandfather kept because he knew that his his grandson loved making manga and that whatever dreams he's have I'd rather let him take that risk and either succeed or not, but let him at least, he's a man, do what he wants to do. Kind of that. That's the thing. But he's able to see how much work his uncle put in on making, oh my, oh my, oh my, making other uh, anime, uh, <laughs> making, uh, okay, sorry, uh, making, making attempts to make, get a series ran and how hard that is. And I just love that. Like, hey, there's a lot. That you might have a hundred failures, but as long as you have one success, it happens. Like it's about your work. You can't you can't expect to build this big franchise from one hit. You got to know that there's going to be a lot of fail. More, there's going to be a lot more failures than there's going to be successes, and that's something that is a, a hard truth. That's the that's okay. the truth. All right. So with that, I mean, are you going to end up watching it? Are you going to finish it? Y- yes, I'm going to finish the first season. I'm like. He's like going to check out the rest of the first season because he obviously just broke off in conference in a sense right in the middle of it. Sorry, so, I, I broke something at my house uh, last night and I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> always fess up. That's something uh, you got to do. So Damn. with that. We will end off with um, an opener we talked about a little bit earlier. Tell the audience, what are you doing? Are you watching anything? Damn, guys. I'm in the cat house right now. Uh, uh, Dog house? Um, Right now, I am playing... uh, (laughs) uh, I'm playing Outer Worlds. I'm playing uh, Call of Duty because I'm trying to beat that game. You know what makes me mad about Call of Duty? Real quick tangent. Is that I keep every time I'm trying to play that game to beat the story, there's another download. It's like, oh, you gotta do this update. And the update won't let me play the campaign. So I was like, the campaign's done. You you sold it with the campaign being done. But it's like, but you can play multiplayer. It's like, I don't I don't give two shits about the multiplayer. I just wanna play the game. <laughs> I just wanna play the story so I can sell it. <sighs> this guy bought the whole game for the sole purpose. This will be my last Call of Duty I ever buy. And it's good great so far, but I hate at least on the Xbox, I hate how long it took me to download. It literally took me. Uh, I bought the game on Friday uh, or on Thursday night. It took me until Saturday evening for it to fully download. Because when wow. you t- even when you turn off the Xbox, it's like, well, you ain't downloading that fully, so it stopped downloading for some reason. And I have, I literally have you two couldn't... hard drives connected to my Xbox, and it's like you ran out of space in this one, so I had to delete games in order for it to download or to stop. It's it was so frustrating, and I'm just tired of having. Uh, a game having 500 gigs to download. I was like, you need that many gigs to download a game. That's I was like, why? Crazy. That's so much. Just for the game to run. I was just like, remember the days where you used to blow on a cartridge, put it in, press play, and it was good to go? Everything was on that contained disc, but now all you got to download stuff from the network. The disc is just an activator. This is not the world I want to live in when it comes to video games. I just want to be easy and accessible like the Switch or... So you Outer enjoying games. at least Outer Worlds? Outer Worlds is fun. I got to the first one, and I 
Honestly, I haven't played any this weekend, but I'm enjoying it. And in terms of anime, I'm just getting caught up. Watch a lot of Bakuman, caught up with Dr. Stone, uh, Hero Academia, and uh, yeah. Just, that's it. That's it. That's oh. nice. Well, I have been on, again, a little bit of Outer Worlds. Thoroughly enjoy that game. It's going to be good. And there's a type of, there's an anime out there I've seen that I actually want to, I saved it and I want to go check out on my off time have you heard of this Ernest? it's called the daily lives of high school boys daily lives of high school boys yeah so no. just this group of friends i've seen two different scenes that made me laugh really hard just kind of in passing so i want to check this one out a lot like i'll end up uh checking this out probably over this weekend and i my goal is to finish bakuman by this weekend as well okay. like i want to finish that at, at, least, at least the, the first, first season, season. Yeah. like fully by maybe sunday or monday um i finished the first book of arifuda uh, mm. from what was it commonplace uh, commonplace world's, world's strongest. strongest just say arifuda, is yeah, really cool. arifuda. i don't get the com. do you agree with the commonplace of world's strongest well he was um uh, com- it, okay. it makes sense because he was a synergist and that's the most common basic ability, uh, ability that most people usually get granted with because okay. it goes max up to like a blacksmith you, you don't oh, really do okay. much with it you just right. so he ended up taking that skill and going obviously further with it right. so it's really again i'm enjoying that series the light novel i rewatched the whole first season again just because i wanted to finish it and just kind of keep the characters fresh in my mind and the light novel does a really good job of just filling in all the questions you had the gaps that were there and makes me think about the characters different because now i understand how that they why they would react to each other kind of in different spots because sometimes i felt like it was very sped up just in terms of their relationships and stuff like that yeah but again the book obviously elaborates on it so i've been really enjoying that and that's pretty much it so we're gonna finish off with the right song and i, I have want, one I that's two song this week but you got it your thing so yeah, Ernest is in the doghouse over there. He has that yeah. look on his face. Uh, and it's hilarious. So we're going to end this theme right now with a song called History Maker. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, I don't pay for YouTube Red. So oh, that's 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 like, oh, that's a History Maker, right, dude. This is hot. Yeah. Wait a second. Tell myself that my dreams will come true. There'll be no more darkness when you believe in yourself. You are unstoppable. Where your destiny lies. Dancing on the blaze, you set my heart on fire. Don't stop that now. The moment of truth. This is why Ernest never got the aux cable in the car, ever. 